Hi, how's it going? Great. Cool. Great. We're freaking in it. Cool, man. Yeah, bro. All right, we just get right into it. Liam Dalton, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Dude, do you ever do you ever city bike? No, I did once for three minutes, and it was the worst two dollars spent of my life. It was electric or regular? It was regular. Where'd you take it from? I took it around Astoria Park once and then put it back. Dude, I used to run in Astoria Park when I was really? a fresh. So I was a freshman in high school. I was homeschooled for tennis. And like three days a week, I'd go all the way out there, take the NR train. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's and, a nice uh, park. I'd be there. It, it was dope. Before they did that whole renovation, now it's like blue, right? Yeah. But it's still, there's some cool like mural. Mural? mural? Is that Murals. How you say? Yeah, mural. yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from here, dude. New York City. I was uh, born and raised here. I, so I, um, well, I was born in Jersey, lived there for six weeks. Then both of my parents had jobs here mm. in uh, New York. So I moved here, man, at a very early age. Where are you from? Nice, man. I'm from Queens. Oh, I'm yeah? Maspeth, Queens. Where did you go to high school? Like uh, Mathis High School? No, but that was actually the year I went into high school was the year that opened. I almost went there. Then I went to McClancy. Is it, it's a new school, Maspeth. They haven't had yeah. that for 150 years. No, it's new. <laughs> Brand a, new. I feel like that would. That's like the first high school that would have gone through there. No, there was no. There oh, well, there's Grover Cleveland. My sister went there. That's a shitty place. All right, dope. Did you go to college in uh, Queens? I went to Queens College. For Queens College. Short. Jerry Seinfeld. What's the and, deal with college, dude? And Ron Jeremy. Really? Did you know that? What? How did you not know this? He went to Famous college? porn star Ron Jeremy. There's a camera? I'm pretty sure. Oh, you, <laughs> you didn't even tell me, bro. Oh, you didn't know? I just yeah, walked well, dude, in. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, you, uh, Liam just walked in with a nice little cup of coffee. I appreciate you From, asking, by the way. Oh, no, I of course, a cup man. of coffee. Very of course, nice, man. very nice touch. Um, yeah, straight from the cold. I, I'm a little disappointed there's a camera because when I walk in from the cold, I look like I just got off the boat from... Ireland oh, from the, the, like the red. No, you look good. No, like I look like I'm sickly. Like I have like a no, dude, 1920s trust, virus. Bro. Trust you look good on the camera. Bro, I'm growing out this beard Thanks. too. We both, we've both got a early winter looks going yeah. on. <laughs> Scruffy. You're a hot coffee guy. I am. I have the, I'm for the most part, like 95% of the year. I'm a cold coffee guy. Really? So I'm still cold right now. I'm weather based. Really? When did you switch? Probably well, day by day is different because it, it could be summer tomorrow. And I'll get a nice, but it's freezing today. You come on, man. So you don't like have a, a cutoff date where you're like, okay, now I'm doing all hot. Like you, cold can come back for you. On any it could come day. back tomorrow. The weather doesn't have a cutoff date. They want us to believe that there is, but there's no cutoff date. Freaking matrix, man. <laughs> Freaking matrix. Dude. Okay. So you went to Queens college. That was dope. Finish. And you've been in New York city your whole life. Yeah. Well, first I went, um, to Manhattanville College in Westchester. I dormed for a semester. Okay, they had I a good basketball it. team for like maybe a year or two. Really? My friend played good. for the... Oh, nice. They were in the NCAA tournament, like Manhattanville for a moment. Are you staying like with Manhattan College? I might be. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what's going on. <laughs> I might be. Jamie, yeah. can you Google that? Yeah, no yeah. Jamie. Oh, yeah, we got Jamie right there. What's that? Rogan has Jamie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We usually have a Jamie, but... Not not um, at this good. particular moment. Bro, so um, you and I met a few months ago. You came to one of our shows. It was amazing. Yeah. Dude, so show. are you free um, Christmas Eve, Saturday night? If you are, I would love to get you some time on our show. I appreciate that. If you're oh, free. Word? Yeah. 
I the only thing I have is family obligation. All right, well but we'll figure it out, man. We'll figure it out. Yeah, if you can come, just stop by for thirty minutes. We'll get that you. That would on. be sick, man. I appreciate that. I'll that. give you the details and stuff. But you came to one of our shows on a whim, bro, and you said you were coming. And bro, yeah. I, I want to be honest. Like when somebody says they're gonna come to the show, like even comic wise, it's got to be like. I, I take them seriously maybe 10% of the time, Same. bro. Same. You know what I mean? In comedy world, I feel like your word kind of just is loose. Very loose. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this specific thing. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking about doing this. Just because, like, in general, comics have, like, ideas sprouting all over the place. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't want to put comics in, like, a bad light and saying that comics don't keep to their word. But, like, I feel like we all are ADHD in some type. So we have a bunch of ideas that are all, yeah. all over the place, you know? I feel like with comics especially, you need to, you need to scale for you need a curve if you have a friend who's a comic like usually if i have a regular friend who says they're going to be there for me for something or whatever and they don't show up it's like we got to have a conversation about this if it's a comic it's like oh yeah, yeah i already probably, know i forgot about it or whatever yeah. it is but yeah i i, I was going to say that because we i feel like we only had one conversation ever and then now here we are. Here we are, dude, I, on the goddamn podcast. <laughs> That's why there was like a 50% chance that I was going to get murdered walking into your apartment. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, we have a pretty good list of like comics who've been here before and haven't been murdered and oh, have been like, you know, comfortable. Bro, yeah. this is the 299th episode. So. For real? Yeah, dude. So Congrats, we've, had, man. we've had quite a few comics come still, through and, you know, are still alive, dude. Right, but I think in general, people, people are pretty comfortable coming into the studio slash apartment that we got here. You have an inviting energy. I appreciate that, man. Thank but you. let's take a moment of silence for those that didn't make it. Out yeah. Of <laughs> yeah, dude. But you, 299th episode. Yeah, man. We've been doing this for a freaking long time. So I That's used dope. to, I used to work at my dad's real estate company and that was for like six years. And then I slowly just transitioned into doing this, the vlog, the comedy shows, nice. sketches. Bro, and stuff, I've watched man. your vlogs. You're an entertaining guy. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. There's not that. many people where I'd be like, yeah, I'd watch that guy go visit his grandma. <laughs> Let's go, dude. I love to hear that, man. You know, cause also, like, I would guess that you were a great real estate guy. You have real estate energy. I appreciate that. But the thing was with like my real estate career, dude, it was just, it was constantly just trying to convince myself that this was my, you know, this is my gig. This is what I, I was going to do. Mm. Meaning like real estate, mm. just cause like I was at the point where I would potentially take over the company when I'm like 40 years old. I just didn't want to do that, man. It was just like day after day of me convincing myself, like, I'm great at real estate, right? People in real estate like me. Like you said, oh, yeah, like I can do this in real estate, but just wasn't for me, man. I wasn't yeah, happy. once you have to convince yourself. <clears throat> yeah, once you have to like try and convince yourself that like what you're doing is really right for you, and then a few years down the road, you're like, fuck, this is not right for me, and then you keep doing it. It's yeah. like, oh, Especially man. Especially if you're good at something. You yeah, could easily fall okay into that. Yeah. I don't know, maybe you saw no, I was I, I was solid at it, and also like having your dad be like, your boss is like, yeah. you know, not a lot can go wrong. You were the real life Billy Madison. Yeah, dude, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I should have repeated freaking first grade. For those of you who don't know, Billy Madison, great movie, dude. I'm happy you brought that up. Can happy we run the Gilmore. Clip? Yeah, can we run the clip? <laughs> um, happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. Classics. Click, which I cried during. Click, I mean, Click was in the era of where it was kind of. Yeah, slow down. But it was spiral. also like this is, you appreciated his um, repertoire of characters in Click. Really, yeah, you really fell in love with the character who wanted to fast forward through the boring times in life, which mm -hmm. all of us obviously want to at some point. True. We're like, can we just go on autopilot for two weeks? Yeah. But he like pressed the fast forward button too much at one point. And he fast forward yeah. like he fast forward like fifteen years at one point. And yeah. And this should be yeah. awful. <laughs> like, dude, imagine you're trying to fast forward like fifteen minutes and you did fifteen years instead. I mean, if you're if you got sentenced fifteen years, that's pretty dope. 
if you're you know in jail. anyone who went to jail like that? Yeah. Well, I know we have like some comedian compadres who have been to jail, but you like some of your boys actually. Yeah. I don't know if we should speak on that. You don't want to talk on it? I mean, I'm not going to give Wait. out other people's information. No, but. word. Understood. But like you have friends who have gone to jail for like an extended period of time. Maybe a couple of years. For like doing what? Uh, I don't know. Just like stuff. silly stuff. Yeah, man. A lot of stupid stuff. Yeah, where it's dude. Like when, stuff how old were they at the time? Like between 20 and 25? Yeah, maybe like 19, 18. Yeah, dude. And that's a very vulnerable age. And like when you mark up your record at an age of like 18 or 19 with drugs or whatever, you get maybe a slap on the wrist, but you still potentially get jail time. And then the second time you do it, like it's a whole different ball well, game, I'm sure. For a while, they kind of like sentenced them as adults, even when they're like 17. And not to get all serious, but you can still serious, go to right? Rikers. You know, have you ever visited? No, I mean, friend, like friends of mine, but not like in my inner circle that has been in jail you know so like kind of like childhood oh yeah i used to be cool with him in se seventh grade and i'm still might see him on a random day but we're not like doing podcasts together do you, like think, me. Do you think that this is because you grew up in like a quiet suburban type town not a lot of things to do on any given night uh i don't know because i grew up in queens but it is kind of like a quiet neighborhood in queens well mass pith is kind of like suburban right no compared to other parts of queens yeah so maybe or maybe it was the system that failed yeah, them. Dude, that's I true. Know. I don't that's, know. That could be true, man. Well, I think like, <laughs> you know, like having a lot of friends that grew up in the city, it seemed like our pace of life was a lot faster where kids could have mm -hmm. gotten caught up in the drug situation because we'd be taking the train home at like 1230 a.m. after sneaking out of our apartments that our mm -hmm. parents were living in. You know, so it was like we had a lot of independence. We were taking the train to school, which yeah. you probably did, right? Yeah, like by yourself. Bus, yeah. yeah, so like if you were like in a suburban town, you know, you have that one party uh, that like you you have that one party every weekend that everybody goes to. People are probably trying to trying to do things that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, think. well, it was more selling than doing. Just take a suspenseful sip. Yeah, of dude, absolutely. Please, we'll do. be back. After selling this. the selling mm -hmm. like what kind of stuff? Like fentanyl and shit. Or that I don't was, think like, before so. Fentanyl was hot. That was before Fentanyl was out here in the streets. Yeah, that yeah. was before the debut album. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> still, still young. Fent one. <laughs> Fentanyl, can you do something for me? But Queens College must have been pretty straight edge-ish. Yeah, I mean, I didn't finish. Okay. I'm sorry. It's all I disappointed good, you. I played tennis there like a couple days a week, actually, when really? I was right before I went to college. So when I was like 17, 18, I went to Queens College. There was like a carpool of us, mm. like junior kids. So we went to... Got picked up like in the city near First Avenue on 23rd Street and then went out there and right. played. Nice facility, dude. It's a nice campus, especially for a city school. It's did you do cool. anything comedy related when you were there? What did you study? No, I was, that was like when I was on my way out of like the school system. Like I, I went to Manhattanville and I was uh, going to study creative writing because, you know, I love uh, work um, and I just had to get out of there. I hated being not in the city. Like I, even though it's 40 minutes away from the city, I kept talking myself out of it. I was like, their whole uh, sales point is being 40 minutes from the city. I'm like, bro, I live there already. I left. And someone, I remember, uh, like, there was nothing to do. It wasn't like a party school. Like, it was so boring. Motherfuckers were smoking out of an apple. I was like, I got to get out of here. I need to leave as soon as possible. Um, and then I was going to do media studies at Queens College. I did that for, like, two semesters, but I was on my way out. Do you ever visit Manhattan when you were at Queens College? Visit Manhattan? Yeah. 
Like the borough? Yeah. I've visited. <laughs> no, I mean, would you like go into the city for parties and stuff? Or was it like, was there stuff pretty centrally located at Queens College? Yeah, my friends would go out to bars and stuff. But I, at in that Queens time, I wasn't. And stuff? No, in the city. Okay. But at that time, I wasn't much of a drinker. I was smoking a lot of weed. You still smoke a lot of weed? No, nah, I've kind of flipped. Now I drink. I don't really smoke. Really, bro? Yeah. But let me say, I don't know how this episode is going to go because I'm a little zooted right now. Yeah. Because I last night, I took a melatonin and an Advil PM to try to sleep. The Advil PM was at 5 a.m. Your kid was at <laughs> And then I woke up today and took a... You took a melatonin at 5 a.m.? Melatonin was at midnight. Yeah. This is... A, I fell asleep crazy early yesterday, and then I woke up at midnight. What time did you fall asleep last night? I fell asleep. Well, I worked out of work at 6.30 in the morning yesterday, so then I was so tired. Bro, you worked the, the, light, the night shift. Well, 6.30 a.m. Yeah, you got out of work at 6.30 a.m.? No, no, no. That's when I started. Okay. So okay, I was okay. up at 5 a.m., super tired, took a, fell asleep. <coughs> Bless you. Fell That's asleep. a cough, but thank you. Nice touch. <sighs> Fell asleep. I just go. Fell asleep. I fell asleep at seven thirty. I woke up at midnight. I was like, "Fuck, I'm not gonna be able to sleep." Popped a melatonin. Fell asleep for five hours. Woke up five a.m. All right, that didn't ten work. hours of sleep. Yeah, yeah, but I I wanted to go back to sleep. Popped an Advil PM. Woke up today ten. Took a Mucinex D. So I'm doing uppers and downers. But what just with sounds fucking, like it? Why are you, why are you doing this? Shit? I'm not a smart man. You're just testing out the waters? I have, I've been having trouble sleeping, so I feel like I need that. Have you tried sleep. to go back to smoking nugget? No, and it's ironic because that was a good, we should zoom in on that. Yeah, it was a good <laughs> clip that. Part of the reason why I wasn't, uh, why I wanted to stop smoking was because I was so tired all the time. And then now I'm taking this shit, and I'm tired from That happens, medicine. man. That Are happens. you like a smoke every day kind of yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, a few times. You, but like I'm, I won't really shy away from like a twenty minute nap if I need it mm. here and there, you know. But besides that, I've laid off drinking. Like college was a big drinking time for me. Oh really? I was drinking like a few nights a week. Now it's just like once a month, maybe. Mm. Were Damn, you in a dude. frat? <clears throat> what? Were you in a frat? I was in the tennis team, so basically that was my frat. <laughs> I was the frat squad dude doing freaking what's it called? Keg stands, dude. I did one for like forty seconds one time. Really? Everyone was pretty impressed. Yeah, forty Damn. second keg stand. Did, is that drink your, a lot? That's that's pretty impressive. That should be your credit when you. Come yeah, dude. This guy <laughs> did a keg stand for forty <laughs> seconds. We had this thing at college called Nickel Night, where you can get four drinks for a dollar. So me and like three of my friends would go to the bar as early as possible, bro. We'd get in underage. We'd go to the bar, stay there for twenty minutes, all have like five drinks, be passed out bro. an hour later. What were you drinking? <coughs> Anything they would feed us. Long Island iced teas, cranberry uh, vodka. It's definitely the cheapest possible vodka. liquor. I can't do that. Burnett's, I, and then we'd be eating Subway late at night. College <laughs> is crazy, man. That's what, that's when I spend a lot of time drinking. But were you drinking a lot in college too? No, I would like once in a while. Like if I was going out, I was drinking a lot, but I wasn't going out a lot. There was nothing to do at Manhattanville. My friends were at other schools, and I came back to Queens. Just realize I'm wearing, <laughs> this is a public service announcement for Queens. <laughs> Were you doing stand up at this time? Literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. yeah, I don't know where this cough, this cough all of a sudden uh, snuck up on me. So I have that effect. Were me. you doing stand up though when you were at Queens College? No, I'm relatively new. Okay. Um, so yeah, I wasn't, I wish I was go, like looking back. I feel like everyone wishes they started earlier. Yeah, than dude. But then Rogan, as your boy says, he's like, you know, fuck it. Now you're starting now. You know, you yeah. could have started a few years ago, but now here you are. I have that theory that 
with every type of art, if you want to call it that, uh, everyone wishes they started earlier, but everyone started exactly when they should. I think we could That's end there. beautiful, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up, put that on the t-shirt. Were you doing like uh, performing art stuff in high school? No, I was doing music for a little while. What type of music? I was a rapper. No way, bro. Like yeah. Freestyle and shit? Nah. Oh, so we freestyle a lot. I, I've podcast. seen you freestyle. Yo, you freestyled at the show that I went to. That was dope. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's go, dude. For those of you who don't know, at the end of my set uh, at the Ted Jones Comedy Show, I freestyle for like a minute, get the crowd pumping, ready to go, and then bring on that next comic. Do you, you know? do that every time? Every Ted Jones comedy show, yeah. That was dope, because you had the, the beatboxer. Yeah, Dr. Freaking Brick. That was a he, dope dude, show. He finished man. 16th in the country uh, for beatboxing. That's sick. They have a beatboxing just, just had a tournament, literally, like Beatboxing oh, wow. USA. So shout out Dr. Brick. I reposted his thing. Shout out to him. It was dope. Yeah, man. He's cool. Yeah, man. All of our shows, we have a great time. Yeah, looking like you were saying how you never expect anyone to show up when they say it. Like, on the flip side of that, when I actually show up to someone's show, especially someone I met one time... I don't have great expectations for the show. That was a dope show. Thank you, dude. That was I sick. It. I appreciate it. Especially like so used to going to like shitty shows. I mean, even being on shitty shows. So like when something, it was a small amount of comics, good comics. He paid me for this. So good, <laughs> great comics. <laughs> Sponsored by Cove. <laughs> yeah. And you made it like a full show. Like it, it was a fun, fun vibe. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. Well, we'll get you freaking Christmas Eve, dude. And you'll uh, experience that, that too. Guys, by the way, get to the Ted Jones Comedy Show as we are releasing this today, Thursday, December 15th. We have the Ted Jones Comedy Show tonight at oh, the shit. Moxie Hotel, Lower East Side, 145 Bowery. We have a few tickets left, Liam. Guys, check in the link in the description and uh, you guys will see Liam on the next Ted Jones Comedy Show. Thank Christmas you, Eve. Saturday, December 24th, 9 p.m. Check the link also in this video. Sorry, uh, Mom. But yeah, man. We're not going to make Christmas Eve dinner. We're, uh, we're turning this over pretty quick, man. So as you and I are recording this right now, this will be up tomorrow. Oh, bro. This will be up freaking live tomorrow. So oh, hopefully shit. we won't say anything, you know, too racist or homophobic that yeah, we no. need to cut out. Yeah, true. Excuse me, Liam's mom. Sorry. Do you yeah, have any brothers, sorry. sisters? I have three older sisters. And did they all go to Queens College? <laughs> Two of them did, actually. Oh, yeah. well, this is go. sponsored by Queens College. And COVID. Very nice. <laughs> um, wait, so have you seen... I feel like you haven't seen me do stand-up. No, but I assume you're good, right? You're Thank doing you. a bunch I, of shows. I, yeah, but I've, I have like... I want to show you a tape before you say that I go on. Uh, that I'm on your show. All right. That's because fair. Because I, I, don't, I don't want this to be like, hey, this was a nice guy. I'm just going to put him on my show. All right, fine. Feel, Fa dude, fair enough. You want to prove yourself? I do. All right, cool, bro. So, yeah, send me five-minute tape. I will. Do... <laughs> Do I, have, do I have to watch it, though? No, you don't. <laughs> we'll just go over just that commentaries, you know? Shout, shoot it over. Great. Perfect. You're on the show. I don't know where I just got that confidence from. I was like, no. Before you make a decision. I just blew a great it was opportunity. Hot, dude. It was fresh. And look, you're matching your sweatshirt with your uh, iPhone case all's well. You and I both wearing... Oh, damn. I'm not wearing my dry fits. Uh, I'm wearing my dickies. Wearing my dickies. And my Amazon pants, dude. These are some of the best sweatpants Amazon of all pants? time. Yeah. What's the logo? It's like Brokig, Broke Kid, broke yeah, kid? literally. Yeah, it was BK. They have it on Amazon. These are like 25 bucks, dude. I have like three pairs of these. I'm set. That's all, right. all I wear. Do they sponsor Big the podcast? Big black guy, yes. Okay, good, good. And also, vintage seltzer. Yeah. I would come through to the show tomorrow, but tomorrow. Or today? Today, today tonight. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to take that again. One, yeah, two. Three, three. I would come through to the show tonight, but 
I'm doing Caroline's tonight. Oh, let's go, dude. What show is it? Probably one of the last shows, I would think. You know Fen, Fun Size Fen? He does the Spin the Black. Oh, I saw you there. Okay. You were there once. That was a huge show. Yeah. That was like last month, right? Or two months ago. I don't know. I think it was probably a month ago. So it's that same type show where they have like like 15 comics or whatever? Yeah. I think it's 12 comics and then he's Nice, bro. So you're going to be one of the last comics performing at that club. How do you feel about that? I'm excited. I'm anxious. I'm horny. As you should be. <laughs> Caroline's one of your favorite clubs right now? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely like a bucket list type of thing. Uh, I haven't done it before, and I'm relatively new, so it's cool to get that. Bro, right it's before. funny you would say you're a rapper. You kind of remind me like a little bit of Eminem and 8 Mile. Uh, like damn. that kind of vibe. No, what do you mean, damn? I think that's a good thing. I don't know. You don't like I, Eminem? No, I, I do. I like his old stuff, but I, I feel like Eminem's kind of a stuff, meme. Bro. He's kind of a meme now. Yeah, no, not the meme version. I, I don't mean, like. I used to listen to Eminem in the car with my dad in the, like in the garage because my mom hated it. That we were listening to it. No <laughs> joke. Me and my dad would just be blasting Marshall Mathers LP, like a ripped version too. Like, really? That we got off the side of the street. <laughs> Wild. I can't believe we did that. Oh uh, man! And then your funny. mom made your dad sleep in the garage. Yeah. That. yeah. But they're divorced and they're friends, you know. So it's oh, that's good. good. It's nice. We're also sponsored by Divorce. Yes, and Eminem, <laughs> uh, fresh Eminem. Fresh. <laughs> what were some of the Young. songs that you had, man? Like, can we play them here or are we going to get copyrighted? Uh, we're going to get, bro, the fucking label is going to kill. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I've. We can, I You've guess. You've sailed the ship. It's, I, not, it's no longer around. You don't like doing it. Why'd you stop? I might come back to do this. You can do both. I don't want to do both. I actually don't even like putting it out there that much that, I, that I did. Like, I do it for, like, I still do it for fun, but like. Because I was new coming into it, I wanted to like not shed light on that because I wanted to like really get people to take me seriously as a comic. So I didn't want people to be like, oh, yes, fucking Eminem lookalike guy. He has the same vibe. Sound no, like whatever. I don't, I don't want some guy to be, someone to be like, oh, is he just do, thinks he could do anything. This but bro, why did you, why did you, why did you stop? It wasn't as like, this feels more like my thing that Aligned. I love. Yeah. So when did you start rapping? Did you have like friends in high school that like would rap and you were like, all right, this seems something cool. Like something. Yeah, kind of like late high school, early college. Shut up. (laughs) But it was songs that you made. You had a few rapper friends. Yeah. I was actually, uh, you know, the Netflix, um, there's like the Netflix rap version of American Idol. It was like a Cardi B thing. I think they only did one season. I was on that for like a second. Like I, uh, I auditioned on the live audition for Cardi B, Fat Joe, and Jada Kiss. Shit! How did I not know this? How'd you do? So here's my. I think it's a cons- conspiracy. Uh, I did. I did well. But right before I went, they said yes to like so many people, and the producer like cut and was like went over to talk to them and it seemed like they were like yo this is too many people because the girl who went before me they said yes and then after the show they were like yo you can't go like you can't to her yeah like we said yes to too many people so i didn't get it but i don't know why i brought that up because you're definitely gonna clip this now what was it (laughs) yeah when was this this was 2019 a little mgk vibe too uh please you ever get that no (laughs) no I hate most. White Who's, yeah, who do you like? Who do you like? Who's like your inspiration, music wise? I liked Kendrick. I, I wish you said I was more of a Kendrick kind of. Yeah, guy. dude, you also remind me of Kendrick Lamar. 
No, yeah, I liked Kendrick. I liked a lot of the old school stuff. Damn, why did I bring any of this up? I mean, it's all good, dude. We got to talk about your life, dude. It's, <laughs> it's the pod, you know what I mean? It's the pod. Don't they call you the pod father? The pod father. I like that, dude. I forgot Switch they it called out. you Ted that. Jones, the goddamn pod father. <laughs> let's talk about you, man. Let's, yeah, let's talk about me. They all know. They know everything, man. Nothing that you could bring up that they probably haven't heard before, these guys. Really? Yeah. Um, wh- who was your tennis inspiration? Interesting, bro. Maybe, I think Andy Roddick, actually. I haven't talked about Andy Roddick enough on this podcast now that, now that we bring him up. Uh, I, I think just like winning the U.S. Open when he was 21, then hosting and SNL a week later. I he hosted was like, SNL? Yeah, I thought it was like the coolest thing of all time. Man. sick. And just think about a 21-year-old American having that experience. That's dope. Winning the U.S. Open, becoming number one in the world, and next week, like, hosting SNL. And that was probably the peak of his career, which is a crazy thought to think. But in tennis, I mean, 21 through 26, you're usually at the peak. Oh, really? Maybe not 21. Like, that's pretty young. But, yeah, definitely 23, 24. Damn. That's when you win the most. That's Unlike crazy. other sports, yeah. I would think it wouldn't be, I think it would be the opposite. I mean, maybe not, Older not golf, mean? but, like, I would think it would be, like, 30s no like he retired when he was 30 years old and he oh, was wow. considered not so young at tennis which is a crazy mm. thought you know like baseball guys are 30 years old when they start like really hitting their stride I think. yeah they might not be in the majors until they're 27 yeah were you a big mets fan growing up in nah, i was actually a yankee fan really yeah my i feel like you are whatever fan you're told to be a fan totally, of totally so yeah my sister was a Yankee fan. So I was told to be a Yankee fan. I was a Yankee fan. And then she married a Met fan and she converted. She's a Mets fan now. So I just look like an asshole that yeah, lives 10 minutes from City Field and is a Yankee fan. What's been your best experience in comedy so far? Um, hopefully it'll be tonight at Caroline's. <laughs> Before tonight. If I if I bomb tonight, you got to have me back on and be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Recap. <laughs> we have, we'll have the filmer follow you tonight. Hopefully it'll be great. Jamie, you're coming with me. Um, <laughs> I think I produced the show one time. It was just, I was the only one that threw it. I don't know why I said that as if that's, I was the only one who threw my show. You're the fucking guy. <laughs> but um, like I didn't go into it with someone else. So that was kind of like, that was pretty cool to pull that off. Because I made it like an event where there was a ticket dinner combo. So people got free drinks and When's food. the next one? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm producing a show in January with my friend, but it's not going to be that same place. But that was a really cool moment. And then it ended. I was thinking about doing it monthly, but I'm not going to. The place was not as uh, hyped about having that many people in there as I expected. Interesting. Especially yeah. when they're getting all the money at the bar. Yeah. And I've always kind of thought about that. Like, why doesn't every single place that has a slow night during the week have a comedy show? Literally, yeah. you have to pay that. If any bar owners or anyone who owns a restaurant is listening, if you have a slow night, just pay a comic $100 <laughs> and they'll put on a show for two hours yeah. for you. They'll find everyone. Like, and that's a high price. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm, they might even do it for free. I was just trying to give comics the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, true, true. But it, it's just like, it's especially in New York when you can see some of the best comedy of your entire life at a free show in Williamsburg on yeah. Tuesday night. You know, you don't need to go to some of the more prestigious clubs like a comedy cellar, the stand, whatever. You can just kind of go wherever. Yeah. As an audience member and as a 
as a comic too. You know, some of the best comics in the world will do a free show. That's crazy. On any given night. You know what I mean? I feel like it's so taken for granted. Here. Dude, totally. I mean, we are blessed to be doing comedy in the motherland of the, of the comedy field. You know, like it's not even a question. Like maybe LA is a second one next to Chicago. I don't know. Yeah. But nothing compares to me. Yeah. They always say there's no other place where you could do this many sets in a no, night. No, dude, definitely not. Like it'd be hard to do three sets in a night in LA. If like mm. you hit traffic or there's a, <laughs> or there's an accident on the four Oh five, like you're fucked. Yeah. You know, like maybe time wise, theoretically you could, like way says you can on one night, but then if there's an accident or whatever, you're fucked. Yeah, here you can do shit five shows a night. Yeah. Easy. Probably on the same block, you could do like three. Yeah. So that's a great part about comedy. And also, man, you meet so many cool people, I find, you know, yourself mm. included. Ah, thank you, man. Yeah, you absolutely. But it, it's just, it's it's an interesting game. Totally. Yeah. And I'm definitely here for the long run. And also talking about like baseball players hitting their stride late in life. Talk about comics, dude. Like yeah. comics don't really start... With the rubber on the road, I mean, most successful comics, I feel like, till you're, whatever, 32, 33. There are at obviously least. a lot of comics who have done it before then. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. At least 32, 33, and then through, what, 65. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's like you don't have to retire. <laughs> yeah. Which might be kind it's of a little It's also thing. like a little bit of golf-esque. You play sports in high school? I played really? basketball. Okay. Don't, were you good at basketball? I was decent. So I, I chose between... I guess like basketball, baseball, and tennis. She chose tennis ultimately. Ooh, but uh, I, I've always kind of looked back and be like, what if I took baseball or basketball mm. more seriously? I just didn't like the team sport, bro. And then like when kids were fucking up You're and selfish. Shit. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'd rather fuck up. That's why you do stand up. Yeah, exactly. Dude. I'd <laughs> rather, I, yeah. I'd much rather go up there. Well, I used to be a big improv guy before, yeah. uh, before UCB closed down. You Ooh. see the Herald on my fridge. Yes. Isn't the pit right over here? Yeah, we did. We've done a show at the pit. Nice. Um, but I was a heavy UCB guy. Yeah. And then once the pandemic hit, they closed down UCB. And then once things started coming back together, I reached out to a theater in Chelsea, Asylum NYC. It was like, let's mm. put together Ted Jones comedy show. We did, we did like almost filled the whole thing out compared to like, nice. um, the capacity standards. It was like 75% capacity. So we had like 80 people there. And like that was the start of me getting way more into stand up because I used to just be a huge improv Ooh. guy. So how long have you been doing stand up? Fully, I mean I've been doing stand up types I guess for like four years, but like really down and dirty probably like two and a half. Mm. Yeah, I can't even really put a number on it. So honest. just because I've been performing my whole life, bro. Oh really? You know, just like what improv. I was doing improv, doing school plays. Mm. I was doing shows in college. You know, like the late night with. Ted Jones. Oh, that's sick. You know, shit like that. That's dope. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing Where'd you go to college? types all the time. Or for a long time, excuse me. UConn, University of Connecticut. Ooh. Yeah, dude. And I played tennis there, man. Oh, so that's I pretty, sick. I was pretty serious. Tennis. But the thing was with UConn, it was like the reason I went there is because there were so many other sports teams at the school that were so much better than the tennis team. Like you went to UConn, you had the prestige of the women's and men's basketball. Yeah. Baseball team was number one in the country. Soccer was number one in the country. Women's field hockey, lacrosse. All the sports were sick, but like UConn tennis, we were just there to keep the GPA average of the sports teams. <laughs> like we didn't bring in any money, man. We didn't have any scholarships. <laughs> you just leached off fun. the other sports? Yeah, a little bit. Like and then you dude, got we to... had the sickest gear, like yeah, jackets, everything. And you got to Shoes. party with others. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Things. had the same tutors, so like there was no way we were failing anything, which Who is, is great for guy? me. Kemba Walker. <laughs> I know Kemba Walker. Uh, um, Shabazz Napier. No, uh, Omar Calhoun. I remember he was like Omar when Calhoun. he was... In, 
when he, yeah, does that sound like a made up name? Yeah. Uh, Omar no. Jenkins. Shout out. <laughs> is that your boy, by the way? That's my boy. No, Omar, but I, Omar Jenkins. What's up, dude? <laughs> if you're listening, he helps clip the stuff sometimes. I think he's here. Yeah. I don't know. Omar. <laughs> Omar Calhoun. No, but I just remember when I was. You like, mean Jim Calhoun? The coach? No. <laughs> there, when I was uh, like coming up not coming up when I was like a kid playing basketball, he was at Christ the King playing basketball and he was nice. And he was like, Christ the King is nasty. Mellow's yeah. son just played uh Brownie James on last night. Oh, for real? You saw that? No, that's crazy. Oh dude. It's hilarious. He Everyone plays for Christ the King, right? Yeah. Mellow's son, oh, which I had I no that. idea until like the past, like recently. I think he's a little bit younger, but anyway. Yeah. I, I knew that cause I was planning on stalking Lala, but um, yeah. So he was like going to be the next and he went to Yukon. I, what year was this? How did I not know that? I what year did you graduate? Know. 2014. I feel like he was there at that time, but he kind of like fell off. No offense if you're watching Omar. I do remember a kid named Calhoun. He had the same, because he had the same name as Jim. So I was mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Sorry. It's tough to make the leap. Who's calling you, bro? It's uh, a little. Uh, one of your girls? One of my. You, you know, on the dating apps or what? Nah, I don't do the dating apps. Yeah, dude, don't. I'm bad at that. I'm waste of time. Really? Are you on it? Yeah, bro. I feel like you probably kill day. on dating apps. I'm, mean, I'm giving you too many compliments. Bro, bro, on yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Right. Can we edit all them out? <laughs> we'll go into post and be like, you yeah, probably like, do terrible guy. on the <laughs> dude. Anyway, but I'll match with a ton of girls, sure. But like the the conversion between having conversation and then going on a date and then the date going well, and you know. It just keeps going lower and lower. Really? Because like everyone matches on the dating apps, right? No, not like, me. Oh, they, this guy Liam's cute. Nope. He's got rosy red hair. Nope. I like him. I don't do well. I want to blow apps. him hard. You know? <laughs> nope. and, then, and then from that point Never forward, happened. there's no, no conversation. <laughs> and then going on a date, like forget about it. You know? I just, I don't, I don't judge people who are on the apps, but. First of all, you can't anymore, man. Almost everyone's on it. I think it's getting to the place where it's going to be weird if you try to talk to someone in real life. It's, getting, it's slowly becoming. Yeah, like, I'm not trying to be the guy up. like, oh, women won't, don't want me to talk to them anymore. But I do feel like. I mean, like as a bit. Wait, what? As a bit. Not, so or, women don't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> so here's the deal. <laughs> no, my father would do. Uh, that's my Sebastian. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. Um. No, like, I don't want to sound like a creep that's like, oh, I tried to talk to this girl and she just shut me down. But I do feel like over time, it's going to, people are going to get so used to just talking on the apps that they're going to be like, why would a guy talk to me? Even if it's someone that they like and would normally give the time of day. You know what I mean? I I hear what you're saying, but I do think that there's an extra layer in potentially combining that with the metaverse (laughs) where like we might even become more comfortable with meeting chicks online because then you can go on a date online and then when it's really time to get like intimate and stuff we're comfortable with the image of that person in real life as deep as that sounds bro you know what i mean like you match on the dating app then the melatonin is kicking in then dude you go on a date with your headsets on (laughs) and shit i mean in a way that might be a better idea to uh like Decrease the amount of uh, predatory guys. I feel like I might be getting feminism points right now, but I'm doing bad for for us good guys. But hey, man, I'm willing to take that risk. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens with the dating apps things. (laughs) No, but I'm also like, my cousin is like you. He's a 
classically handsome, generic-looking white guy. No offense. I think that's a compliment. Thank you. Classically handsome. Okay. And he does well in the dating apps, which I'm sure you probably do. And he complains about them. I'm like, bro, this is built well, what for does he you. Say? What, <laughs> what does he say? What are his complaints? Like, he'll just be like, oh, this girl's annoying. I'm like, you have a million matches. But now I'm making it sound like I'm not on them because I don't get any matches. I'm sure you would, bro. Part, no, I, I'm not classically handsome. I'm uniquely handsome, in my opinion. Comment in the link below if let's you talk think about, let's, let's talk about your high school basketball career. <laughs> okay. How'd you do? I was up and down. Did you have anybody on your team who like went D1? Yeah, like low D1. Like uh, LIU post, I think my oh, friend okay. went to. And cool. he's actually playing overseas right now. They just got smacked by like 50 points. By yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll edit that out. <laughs> he actually went to Georgetown. Uh, um, yeah, I think he's playing overseas, either Dominican Republic overseas or Puerto Rico. Drip. Yeah, man. Shout out to Alonzo. You bought his shoes? No, I didn't. Good, dude. Six hundred dollars. Did you? No, bro. I'm not gonna lie. You kind of look like the type to buy. Bro, look at that. Look at the lineup I got. Just straight Reeboks. Uh, what's it called? It's kind of fucked up that Levar Ball will never be allowed back on ESPN. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, maybe rightfully so. That was fucked up what he said. Pop up the clip. Molly, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead Levar, before I, I get back to him. Levar, can I switch gears with you for? Because I have a question you here. You can switch gears with me anytime. <laughs> Let's stay oh, focused Lord. here. Can you please explain to me what the biggest issue is in Europe? <laughs> Wait, which is the one we're referring to now? Wasn't there a couple with? No, no, no. There was one specific with Molly Quirum. Oh yeah, I think that it's <laughs> even I think was there. <laughs> and that was it. I don't know, man. That was kind of smooth. <laughs> in my opinion, just switching gears because he wanted to switch gears, <laughs> switch topics. But it, yeah, now we don't see him anymore. I, and I was that the end, dude. Yeah, it's, really? it's interesting to think like. He fell off at, at that moment. Like, think about all everything that probably would have came his way if he didn't say something like that. What Sponsorships and shit. Definitely commercials, bro. He would have been, come on. He would have been on the Geico commercial or something. I, I feel like people just got tired of him. I think it was... I mean, that was a pretty dramatic moment. Did it really all fall okay, off For those that? of you who don't know what I'm referring to, this guy, LeVar Ball, has two sons in the NBA. Potentially, he would have had a third son in the NBA if he didn't steal sunglasses. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like he had a miscarriage. I was like, come on. Yeah, bro. or if he didn't have a miscarriage. But uh, <laughs> he's just like a very intense father and had always been in the media promoting his two sons and saying how great they were going to be and they'd go to college for a year and they'd be in the NBA. So two of his kids are in the NBA. He always used to be on ESPN with like uh, Stephen A. Smith. They would always have a funny banter because LeVar Ball is always a high energy guy and so is Stephen A. Smith. So they'd be yelling yeah. at each other always. Molly Quirm was a female reporter who's on the show, who still is on the show First Take. So when LeVar Ball went on First Take and Molly Quirm was like, let's shift gears for a moment. He was like, you can shift gears any time you want with me and like everybody on on the program was shocked never and that was like that was like three years ago maybe two and a half years ago that was the last time we really saw him uh you know in the media and i think if that didn't happen we would have seen him on many commercials and more deals but his whole thing was he was kind of trolling his way to the top you think there would have been longevity with that trolling his way to the top this fucking microphone just fell apart. I think, uh, um, omar yeah <laughs> uh i just what, realized what did you say bro i just got distracted I was what joking I think before he was on about the way to the top. Yeah, he kind of trolled his way to where he was. Obviously, he had very but it was talented like, sons. It was like, yeah, but it was like I think like he was trolling, and then everything came true. 
that he was trolling about. You know, he was like, Lonzo's the MVP. Like, you know, what I mean? he would just say crazy shit like that. Yeah. LaMelo is the MVP. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he would say, he's saying, he would say things like he could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. But him trolling and saying that would bring him around and more people would want to listen to him because he just says outlandishly funny things. Do you think that would last though? Like till today, if he didn't say that That's thing? an interesting question. I think that in doses, he would have done well. Definitely. I think he would have gotten like his own show on ESPN. That would have been pretty sick. Maybe, dude. Think about oh, how man. often he was on ESPN and how often he was talking shit. And in the social media age nowadays, like he would be blowing up on TikTok. We're talking Tate style. <sighs> Tate style, freaking Cobra you, style. You're, you're a Tate guy, aren't you? So you're my I, cousin. I, don't want, I hate. I hate to say that I'm a Tate guy, but I mean, his motivational speeches and the way he talks to men about how they need to become the best version of themselves. I completely agree. I, I mean, hey man, as a fatherless child myself, I love him too. <laughs> what, were you, what were you saying though? Um, I was gonna say that my cousin, who was kind of looks like you, actually. Now that we think Can about we pop it, him up? we we gotta go. Right, we're popping. He him looks up right like here. everybody. That? Where's he from? He's from Westchester. No, no I could be. No, I could be from Westchester. <laughs> All right, you're sending this, though. We're popping it up right here. Yeah. As we're looking at this in real life. This is a little blurry, but... Yeah, a little bit. Well, he works for... Uh, well, I don't want to say it, but that's... <laughs> what is that, NBC? Yeah. He, <laughs> he's an on, it, on air? No. Oh. He should be. He's handsome. He is handsome. But he... It's funny, because he went from, like... Uh, Alex Jones level of like the mainstream media into working for NBC. I'm like, bro, he just <laughs> also I, I, he yeah he was heavy on the the NBA is is rigged and they're trying to chase Kyrie out and now he might work for the NBA. <laughs> Classic. I thought you were talking about NBA like business, but NBA the um, National Basketball Association. That's true. Nike dropped him, which I mean. I mean, bro, if you're spewing hate on any level, I'll say that it would be hard for companies who are trying to make a lot of money to support you. Yeah, man. It's That's just facts. No printer, bro. Straight facts. Before I was joking about how when I come out of the cold weather, when I come out of I wind. Say out of the closet. No, well, that that's the next great, episode. Yeah, I was going to say thank you, dude. When you come back from party. <laughs> Number 300, that's when I, I'll come <laughs> uh, when I When I leave the wind, I look like I was just like hitting the face with a shovel. I didn't even realize my hair looks this crazy. Bro, we got a mirror in front of you and a camera to the degree angle. You didn't see either of them? I got nervous to be close to you. Now no, you're now good, dude. No. You know what? Sometimes <laughs> guests do sit a little too close. Like, if you were to sit here the whole time, I would have been like, <laughs> be he's a sitting little a little too close. Yeah, I feel you. Like, that was good. But I, I also kind of like seeing it over your left shoulder, seeing the hat. That's a good, Ooh. so you know, yeah, okay. promo. But then also, yeah, when we crop you out, dude, we got you on the whiteboard, so don't worry about it. Oh, nice. Ted Jones World. DM me at Ted <laughs> Jones World at gmail.com. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. I like the idea of you bringing a girl promo. back here and she sees. Oh, no. And she dude, sees no. DM me. Moment. It's been a moment. Bro. And you're doing product placement on your own podcast. Yeah, dude. I don't want them to forget. <laughs> you need to be assassinated. I don't want them to forget, dude. <laughs> All right, man. So before we get out of here, Liam, what do you got uh, coming up besides tonight at Caroline's? Maybe in uh, 2023. Tonight. I know you put together sketches and funny shit. So what do you got coming up? Oh, thanks, man. Uh, I have a couple of sketches in the work. I'm hoping to uh, release weekly in the new year. I have a bunch of shows this week. Tonight is Caroline's, obviously. Tomorrow, I'm in Glendale. I'm back in Queens. Saturday comic strip. Next week, I have a show in New Jersey. I'm going to do the Christmas Eve Ted Jones show. 
Mom, I'm not going to be home for I dinner. I understand, bro. Yeah, maybe not for dinner, but you'll be home dessert. eventually for dessert. Yes. Absolutely. We're Thank you for having up. me, man. Of course, dude. We're popping up your Instagram right here. So shout oh, it out nice. and um, we'll uh, keep an eye on you. At Liam Dalton is alive. It's Liam Dalton is alive so that when I die, I have a posthumous joke. So it freaks people out. Those who loved me while I was here, they're going to be fucking freaked out. Follow him before any of this happens. All right, guys? <laughs> we'll see you next time. Liam, thanks so much, bro. We'll see you at the Ted Jones Comedy Show. Peace.